This week's episode of Strange Range was brought to you by Raise Energy by Rep Sports. Raise Energy is perfect for anyone at any time. Powered by the enhanced refresh technology, Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink profile that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Targeted focus, enhanced recovery time, improved clean energy levels, and a boost in stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. Guys, the boys have been using Raise Energy for a few weeks now, and we've all noticed a huge difference with it in our lives. If you want to check out Raise Energy, go to Rep Sports, that's R-E-P-P-Sports.com, and use our promo code STRANGERANGE with no spaces to receive 15% off your entire order. Again, that's RepSports.com. Code is Strange Range for 15% off your entire order. Six countdown. Six beer. Ready? Countdown. Alright, here we go, boys. Three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? You are back with the boys on a strange range. I don't know why yeah. I always say a strange range. It's not even a name. A strange <laughs> range. <laughs> we're back, we're back, yes, the people we're back going. on a strange range. We're, we're back on it. <laughs> Trying things out a little bit different this time, and the sound quality will be different than it has been. So, uh, give us some feedback on that. We're giving her a go. Always trying to improve. Man, it's been uh, it's been another week. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, it just flying by. Mm-hmm. We're working like 100 hours a week now. So, <laughs> yep. That blue collar grind. Man. Easy breezy, honey. What's going on with you, Trevor? You weren't here last week. I have been. Uh, well, last week I uh, was uh, getting ready for practice and all that big up, rock star in the room rock star getting ready for uh getting ready for the festival at the silver bullet uh, that's going to be happening in july bad rock music festival, rock yeah. music we're, co- festival. we're covering day oh, one what's fun. up what's up we're there literally as long as many other bands it'll be <laughs> and fun. we're going to slap a gopro on his chest at some point absolutely Tick cam. Tick that's, cam. that's happening Show, which, flash your boobies you're on camera yeah, huh? drunk Trev camp. And hopefully we'll have some stickers that. and t-shirts by then. That'd be and good, we, too. We should. Uh, it's, it's certainly possible. <laughs> I'm, I'm pursuing it aggressively. Don't get your hopes up, but, yeah. No, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to funnel some cash into that, too. We want some good merch. We uh, have a new logo based on the same one, but it's just like a different color scheme. Uh, it's going to be killer. I'm excited about stickers, and I'm going to make stencils. And hypothetically, for legal purposes, I'm, I'm not going to spray paint that shit everywhere. <laughs> that, that would be that would be a crazy thing to do. It'd be a crime, honestly. It'd be bad. Be, yeah. We don't know crime. You fucking, fucking hoodlum. <laughs> Godless Jezebel. All right, so we got some we got some stuff planned this episode. Oh yeah. boy, do we! Uh, do a little teaser, I guess, for the end of the episode. Today's a big day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've so, been uh, patiently awaiting it for a while in anticipation slash anxiety. We've been putting it out to the fans, <laughs> saying uh, you should definitely send us ideas. And one of my old army buddies. Uh, dropped some serious cash and mailed me some shit. So the end of this episode is going to get spicy for sure. He's mailing us a, a spicy challenge. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have this. Uh, I mean, you will have already seen it by then. But we're going to run a live stream while we're uh, while we're doing this challenge. Uh, it's White Lightning Chaco Challenge uh, by Hashtag Fletcher Spiceco. It. Hashtag it. Yep. So they they kind of took themselves as being the hottest. Chocolate on the it planet. is the hottest chocolate on the planet. Uh, from what I was reading, it's nine million Scoville. I know we talked about this a little bit. Uh, crazy. So it's the ha- hashtag Chaco Challenge. We got that coming up at the end of the episode. We're not doing that halfway through. 
Nope. Uh, but it's going to be fantastic. Man, PS5 was just released, or the pictures of it. Man, it looks yep. gorgeous. Dude, it's I gorgeous as fuck. I just pulled my phone up like a really bad podcast. It looks great. And uh, yeah, the Pay PS5 attention, Brett, you just, son of a bitch. Place, dude, PlayStation just released 27 minutes ago. The final, legit PlayStation 5. What it's going to look like. And oh, that's that, cool. It comes with a boomerang. It comes with a boomerang. Yeah, that's crazy, right? It's awesome. It's like yours is based on that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, this thing looks badass. It's not V-shaped like they said. Oh, man. Fucking nerd boner. Right on. All right. So, yeah, uh, hashtag Chocolate Challenge. We'll be doing that at the end Party of the on episode. Yep. Uh, kind of cool. I didn't realize that they were in partnership with Feeding America. Uh, so this is actually for each box of this chocolate and by box, it's one serving, right? It's, one it's literally like here. a one and a half by one and a half inch square of chocolate, but like they got good packaging. Hey, yeah. guess what though? That means Jake Beaton supported a feed in America because they mm-hmm. supported feed in America. And now we're supporting. Feed yep. There you go. It's 50 when we meals. consume yeah. this goddamn so hot every chocolate. Choco challenge bar purchased 50 meals will be donated to local food banks to end hunger. Yep. Beaton, That's pretty cool. Hey, Beaton shout spent out 125 that, bucks on this. So he, he bought five boxes for 125 bucks for us to do this. So shout out to Beaton. So yeah, I had to beat my yeah, uh, thanks, my dude. OG PIC tearing down. But I once did 83 test tube shots in one night at a bar with this guy, and they made us leave afterwards. In fact, just real quick, maybe you not want to. They made story. you leave afterwards. So well, uh, listen, after I 83, out first, they made beaten leave. So like, we're at this bar, and like, beaten's hitting on this girl, and the and there's a bartender behind the bar. It's got fresh fake boobs, right? And she just wants to show me. We hung out all night. They were bringing us these giant chunks of foam that holes drilled in them, full of like 30 test tube shots at a time. And they were like weak ones, but long story short, at the end of the night, like one of those chicks had a boyfriend that showed up. I walk outside and go to light a cigarette and I hear this noise and I look down and Beaton's limp body is sliding across the gravel and lands <laughs> in between my legs. He decided that he was going to run back in and get one more shot after the bouncer was pushing him out. And they hurled him like a UPS box out of the fucking bar <laughs> and he slid to a stop in like inch and a half gravel in between my legs and he was like, we ready to go? And we hopped in the car and drove out of there. You ready to go? <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah Jake I've, Beaton, you are I've, a fucking gem. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, well, I'm not going to thank you after this. I was but, thinking uh, the same thing, man. Like, I don't know if I should be thanking you for destroying my booty, but <laughs> we're, we're going to be shitting pure lava. It's, no, gonna but be bad, but it's yeah. worth it. It's, this is good content. We're excited about yeah, it. So we're excited. Appreciate it, man. Yep. All right. So we'll uh, go ahead and get down to sports and there still isn't much going on, but I wasn't even going to bring up XFL, but I feel like I kind of have to. I'm just going to, I'm going to keep riding. Is there anything new? Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. So, uh, kind of cool. This is actual actual news now. Um, there has been, Communication between the XFL um, and the individual teams with the stadiums that they were renting last season. Um, so far, the TDECU stadium that the Houston Roughnecks were playing in, um, they've contacted them. They will be re-upping the contract, and that will be part of the assets that the buyer actually receives when they acquire the XFL from the auction that's happening in August. Um, same thing has happened with, I believe it was Tamp- no, uh, Seattle, St. Louis... And I, th- I want to say it was Tampa. There was a, th- a fourth team. So that's positive news. I mean, that, that kind of lends some uh, some weight to what we were talking about for the last few weeks. I think it is coming back. That's super exciting. Uh, speaking of things that are coming back, uh, Major League Soccer is coming back on July 8th. Whether or not you give a shit about that, and it's, <laughs> that's a thing that's happening. We're going to have soccer back. Uh, baseball. Well, I can keep soccer. Baseball, <laughs> baseball will never be back. Well, yeah. so here's the thing. Um, I was just listening to Colin Cowherd on the way over here, and he heard from a MLB source that they are very close in contact contract negotiations. Um, Colin 
has made a educated guess that they will actually be back somewhere around July 10th. That's the date that he's given it based on his sources, which tend to be pretty good. So we might have baseball back. They're talking if they do come back or when they do come back, uh, it'll be a 75 to 80 game season, which is kind of crazy. No fans though. They're just going to keep the cardboard. That's, that's all. Yeah. I mean, that's, I kind of hope so. (laughs) Bring that, bring that to America. Um, that's all kind of speculation. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, so that's, that's pretty interesting. Um, basketball has some weird, weird stuff going on. Uh, they are coming back, but a bunch of players are on possible holdout of being in the bubble. Well, that's yeah. So here's what they're doing with, uh, with the NBA, every team that qualifies for the playoffs, which was, was how many, 16 teams, something like that. I want to say it was 16. And then there was, there was, uh, the two eighth seed. Uh, yeah, yeah. So 16 teams. And then there was going to be a play-in for the ninth seed, I believe. Um, but they're all going to be playing in Florida. They're, they're calling it the, the, a bubble city. Um, I can't remember what city in Florida, but they're staying at the Disney, one of the Disney, Disney World resorts. Yeah, so, I, I saw that. Yeah. You know, and, and like, cool, whatever. But these guys, most of them have families, right? They got a wife and at least one kid. Now, these kids, they're not allowed to leave the hotel and go out and play at Disney World. So these kids are going to be trapped. The ones that whoever goes what to the finals. Yeah, man. dude. Can you imagine trying oh to parent God. that? Staring out the window at Disneyland. Dude, oh, yeah. Man. So they're they'll be stuck stuck in these hotel rooms for the. I mean, the people that are going to be in the finals, those players will have been there for three months, three months in a hotel room with their wife and kids at Disney World. No one's allowed to go outside and hang out. That's that's gonna be rough. Yeah, but they're getting they paid. The, they they're getting the, paid. They're they getting the paid. premises. They have to have a ten day quarantine. Yeah, or they can't come back inside. Yep. So that means they're not playing for that time period. I mean, that's gonna be interesting to see what goes down. And and you know this feels this feels weird to me because this like two months ago this was a good idea. Things have happened, you know, or gotten less bad in the last two months. We're pretty much. The virus has bottomed out. In Florida, it's never been a big deal. Florida, Arizona has always been pretty pretty clean. Yeah, but the um, sports can't do that because otherwise they'll look bad. And they'll fucking yeah, they'll well, receive such and, flack from it that they'll fucking get too much grief over it. Yeah, and Adam Silver's not the kind of guy that's going to respond well to that. He's no Dana White. No. <laughs> He's like, fuck you. He's not even Roger Goodell, man. <laughs> I don't like that guy. Oh, Uncle Dana. So, yeah, that's wild. Um, <laughs> I don't really know how I'd react to that situation, but... That's three three months in a hotel room. I mean, I'm sure they're gonna be nice ass hotel rooms. They ain't gonna. They're probably yeah. You know yeah. But it sounds like they're all staying in the same. Every team staying in the same hotel. Oh, did you have to hear that drama? They're gonna fight each other yeah. in the hallways. Exactly. Oh, all these rivals. World star. <laughs> LeBron James gonna knock some little bitch out. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that guy's gonna be for for three months. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's crazy, man. Um. Football, NFL should be back on its normal schedule. There may or may not be the first two playoff game or uh, preseason games, but nobody gives a shit about that anyway. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's all I'm really worried about right now. <laughs> uh, do we got anything going on with NHL? Yeah, uh, all I have for that is the fucking big bad Boston Bruins. Saw a picture today, and Marshy and, and uh, uh, Bergeron were in uniform on the ice. They are back to training, even though like they're like I. ESPN's fucking bullshit, by the way. Yep. Like I never How used to. Under. I never did anything ESPN until UFC switched over to ESPN Plus, and so I got the app on my phone so I could watch it, and uh, so now I get the fucking updates. But like, Marshy and him were on the ice. The team was training, and then I get like a message from ESPN that's like, 
in like two weeks, they'll start camp. And it's like, yeah, but why don't you just say they're already training right now? Like, yeah. That's what, it's like, this, it sounds that bad, really? It's that much of a risk? But yeah, Boston's back on the ice. The guys look healthy and happy. And I mean, I know we're going to have a problem with people, with dudes being out of shape. But at the same time, I think the motivation is going to fucking be there. You know what I mean? Oh, everybody's going to be hungry when they return to yeah. any sport at this point. Especially Boston being number one right now. Got the President's Cup. Like they're, they're already not going to do the first round. Mm-hmm. Like They are cockier than shit. They know there's the you know, everyone's... It's going to be it's gonna be badass. It's going to be definitely uh, badly cooked burgers and lots of beer and screaming at my TV and sticky floors for the next you know couple months. They're saying August, I think, is when they're looking to come back. August. All right, so pretty much everything should be back by August then. That's... Mm-hmm. That is exciting, dude. <laughs> I feel like it's been a year. It feels like a long time. Luckily, we've had UFC, though, to keep us busy. It's the only sport out there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Fight Island, man. It's going to be fucking epic. Fight Island. It. Fight Island. Literally, they, are, they already they admitted that it's going to be on. The Octagon is going to be on the beach, dude. It's in the United Emirates. First time having natural lighting on a UFC fight. It's going to be fucking crazy. Three title fights. It's going to be brutal. I mean, even it's not a title fight, but Rose Namajunas is fighting drought again. And like, if you didn't watch that fight, like Rose had the belt. She comes out and she's piecing up on drought way too fast, way fast, way better on the on standing up. I mean, her technique was a great. And then, uh, and picked her up and Rose didn't clutch. Oh, she clutched the head, but didn't let go. So she could land on her back and Andrade spiked her on her head and knocked her out cold. And I thought she was dead. I was like, well, they're going to black that one off of YouTube. Like just, <laughs> I thought she legit killed her. Man, it's going to be interesting. Uh, like, do you know what time of the day there it's going to be? That's what I've been wondering about. I know it's going to be July 11th, I think. Right, Jordan? July 11th? July 11th. Saturday, United Emirates. I mean, terrorist. it's all the way across the world, so they're going to have to play it sometime where it's relatively a normal hour in America. So, I mean, how far are the hours off? It's like five, four or five hours difference or something like no, that. No, it's like three the fight in Russia, the thing about this, the fight in Russia, they did early ass in the morning, so it was normal time in the U.S. I mean, they'll They've have to that. do it, though, where it's a regular time for Americans, because they're the, you know, who's buying pay-per-views. But the sun's got to be up, too. Well, doesn't not necessarily. I mean, stadium lighting. They still have lighting. Yeah. Just could be. Yeah. No, I mean, I and how, how would it work with daylight, though? People get blinded and but shit. But that's, I mean, that would be interesting, though. That's a whole nother aspect somebody has to fight with their fucking face to the sun and the other guy gets his back you just run to the other side of the octagon real quick like all right come get me bitch that exactly (laughs) that kind of becomes a strategy you got to get your back to the sun or or, you know or you both agree to kind of go side you know i think it's going to happen at night there and during like going into the nighttime here that would because the last at ufc 240 when was the last time a beep fought when he was in poirier that was in abu dhabi and they played at a normal hour was it 42 or 43 i don't know but i mean it was at a relatively normal hour. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they had three title fights asking six six people to dude, yeah, fight three, for the belt. Three the title fights. Morning. Three on Fight Island on their first card, dude. It's going to be the shit. The main event is uh, Kamaru Usman, uh, welterweight champ, versus Gilbert Burns, who's been destroying people. Marty a, versus Burns. He's yeah. a lightweight, and he's fucking come up to welterweight, and he's just crushing people. Jordan just, was ahead of the curve on that one, and I, I didn't know destroyed Tyron Woodley, dude. dude destroyed it, him. That's what won me over. Yeah, Jordan had been on, ahead of the curve on him, and I was just kind of like, I, there's so many names out there now that when someone's like, what about this guy? What about this guy? And it's like, man, it's getting hard to track, dude. Like, I'm just going to focus on these 35. When they impress then, me, I'll find out about it. Yeah, them. and no shit, that fucking happened. And uh, yeah, I, he, that guy is so fast and so strong that it's like, it's like the first time you hear someone like 
crack off a taser. He has. Purely, you're like, whoa, that sounds violent. Like the way he fights he has is purely violent. Intentions. It is fast and strong, and he's trying to break bones. He's trying to put your lights out. He stands out above and other. And he's a jiu-jitsu specialist. He can take you. Three-time world too. champion, dude. He's fucking badass, dude. Yeah. And then Volkanovski Holloway is the co-main event for uh, the one. featherweight championship. Holloway lost it to him last year. His first. Loss at title defense or whatever, and like yeah. I think he held it for like five title defenses. But yeah, he lost to Poirier, Poirier for that light heavy or the lightweight belt mm-hmm. for to fight Habib, and he lost that. But I mean, he that was for a, it, uh, it wasn't for the featherweight belt, so he didn't yeah. like you know he didn't lose his championship yet. But yeah, Volkanovski's impressive, man. He's he, fucking a tank. I'm not the biggest fan of the guy. He is definitely impressive. I'm a fan of the fact that he's got such a. Uh, Discipline. The reason he beat Holloway is because he got a game plan and he stuck. And his game plan wasn't take his fucking knees, like just leg kicks, stay yeah. sturdy, don't and, make and mistakes, don't counter slip, punch, counter, counter punch, punch, and then sidestep when he rushes. Well, when Holloway tries to step in and rush at you and hit mm-hmm. you with jabs to open up bigger shots, and Volkanovski just cut him off every time. And he stayed that way the entire fight Dude, until he ruined him. This guy's a, he's Australian. He used to weigh two hundred fifty-five pounds and was a rugby player. Came to America, shed a hundred pounds of muscle and thickness. Dude, that's and a whole different build. Muscle memory. That's but dude, wild. he's thick as fuck. Yeah, he dude. is thicker than a snicker. One forty-five, dude. That ass, thicker than a ball. <laughs> dude. For yeah, real. Dude. He stuck to that game plan the entire time. Sidestep, counterpunch, leg kick, and he didn't like. Usually, guys will do that until they really want that knockout. They think they might be able to knock out the champ, and then they get away from the plan, and that champion gets that fucking you know that round five minute and a half left knockout. And to like, the whole fight, he did that, and he won. So if he does that again, I think Holloway can't. He's, he put out it. a statement today saying he felt disrespected that people thought that he didn't put Holloway away, and that it wasn't super impressive fashion. And That's this a casual match, but thing. You got to exactly. knock out the champ to be No, the but champ. he says he's going to fuck Holloway up this time, and I pretty much believe it, dude. I think he's the new era. But uh, the third title fight is Jose Aldo. Speaking of Holloway, you can't talk about Holloway without his impressive uh, title defenses over Aldo. Mm-hmm. And he dropped down to bantamweight, which is crazy because he was a 145. He didn't look like he had shed any weight. Now he fights at 135, and he's fighting Peter Yon for the belt. And it's pretty fucking impressive that he can make that weight. But if he f- if he was to beat Yon, if yeah, Holloway was to win, they could have a 145 fucking face-off of, Hall- of uh, Aldo and Holloway again. Or they could have Volkanovski fight whoever wins that. And Cejudo uh, says he wants to come back and fight Volkanovski if he defends Holloway. Oh, there's so much. When right did Cejudo retire? Two months ago, dude. No, <laughs> like, no. Why is he three talking? weeks ago, dude? Why is he talking, dude? I, I told you as soon as we saw him retire, I was like, all he's gonna do is back off, have his money, train, and not to worry about getting into a fight. And I, I you know what? To. His dude, his dude. contract's probably not even up, really. No, he'll be. Like, he's, why don't you pay me for? Uh, Trying to go for a third belt, and I'll come back. Yep. And it, yeah, that's all he's gonna do is but he's literally he's so gonna back small. out to get a big ass money fight. I mean, Volkanovski's small too, but not like Cejudo. Like he would just get ten pounds thicker, and he's already like he's a natural one twenty five er who took the one thirty five belts. There wasn't big competition, and once he got it, he didn't take any good title defenses. No, dude, retired. No. Now he wants one forty five. It's like, well, dude, that's twenty weight. Well, think about this: pounds over your natural you're, weight. If you're looking at Volkanovski, imagine the Marlon Marias fight. Morales was knocking his fucking head off and then he gassed out. Okay, imagine the thing the same thing, but twice the gas tank. It's wild. And more discipline to pick those shots I think, better. I think like, Peter Yon will destroy him, but it's gonna be a good fight. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be fucking killer. I'm I'm just excited to finally see like I am not a big fan of Usman, fucking Marty. And, Marty's uh, from Nebraska. Dude, I'm from Marty <laughs> from Nebraska, dude. And uh yeah, I I wanted Mosval to take him out, but the fact that he's gonna fight Gilbert Burns actually like Mosvidal will get a shot or he'll fight somebody else. He'll he wants money. 
Dude. Don't blame him. I think he should fight McGregor. Masvidal is amazing. Uh, he reminds me of Showtime Pettis when it comes to fucking like knockouts and spectacular finish out of nowhere. And but the thing is, is like Gilbert Burns is that good at all times. And now I'm, I'm like I know I like I've got me on the Gilbert train, but like Gilbert Masvidal, if he beats Usman, that's a fucking fight, man. Dude, I think Masvidal McGregor would be the biggest fight in history of UFC. If they do the BMF belt Gilbert, on the line too, dude. And if Gilbert beat Usman. I mean, I think honestly, everyone will be scared to try to take it. Oh, this is the life Gilbert's of a fucking a freak, MMA dude. fan. Gilbert could be twenty twenty fighter of the year. He's already fought three times, and he's fighting for the belt now. It's June. If he took the belt, he has six months more of fighting, and he's the champ, dude. He has the ability roll. to make fucking highlight real knockouts too. This is crazy. He's so fast and so. I mean, he he punches like a levy, uh, like a like a heavy, uh, fuck gravy like weight, a gravy weight, like, yeah, a gravy weight with the speed of a fighter. <laughs> And the like, guy punches like a fucking heavyweight with the speed of a lightweight. It is. It, it's That's weird. Wild. It's weird to fucking watch. Like I, I've watched probably a. What do you think? Like five, six hundred fights. We like in the last like ten That's years. It, a lot of fights. And when I when that guy first started swinging in that fight, it was sitting me back. Whoa, whoa! It was like watching like lightning strike real quick. He's so fast and so violent. Crack, crack, crack. It struck twice. <laughs> Didn't I? Did, did Connor just? Announced he was retiring from fighting though for the fourth time, so it doesn't okay. count. All right, but fair enough. I highly doubt that, but he, Dana White said it's because he's pissed off that he wanted to fight Justin Gagey, but Justin Gagey just took the interim belt, and it's like you can't fight for an interim belt to fight a no. BB gun. So it's, it's also like, it's just pointless. If you look at every time he's done this, right? Every time a champion has a spectacular title defense, he does this. Ah. So Amanda Nunez fought five rounds, beating uh, Spencer up. Just putting on a clinic, showing everyone why she's the best woman fighter of all time. And as soon as she won, he tweeted that shit. And he tweeted a couple things. He took everything from that. She is now the best champion of all time because she's actually held two belts. And she has defended both belts. Everyone gives one up after they get two. Yeah, but she's running out of people to actually fight her. They're valuable competition. There's no real competition for her. And that sounds shitty, but at the same time, if you look at it, I mean, she knocked out fucking Cyborg. In like a minute. In a minute. Dude, she punches Cyborg so hard with her right in the side of her head. Cyborg's body folds the other way, and she catches her as she's falling with the left and knocks her body up and over the other way. Trevor. And that woman, that woman is beat up men. How hard was it to watch fucking Nunez and Spencer? Dude, that's, I feel bad for Spencer, but she had heart. She kept going with it. That got on the... Right there, right there. <laughs> Going with a little new system, have microphones instead. So yeah, you got to train these monkeys how to use a new tool. Yeah, right? <laughs> how does this? Mm, mm, oh. No. I, I, I think. I, yeah. <laughs> yes, so there are many odd dogs out in the world. Uh, I, I, I mean, I was in kind of a drunken haze that night as well. So it's the Nunez and Spencer fight is the only one I remember because that's when I started sobering up. But, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I even noticed a lot of times where Spencer would be sitting there on her back, like on the ground. She'd be trying to like, you know, kick Nunez or something. Nunez would sit there and just fucking toy with her. She was just sitting there like a lion just playing with her prey. Like, it it was pretty difficult, but Spencer had heart. She did. And she stayed in there for so long. I thought she was going to get knocked out like so quick. Because when I when I heard about like, I didn't get to see the Nunez versus Cyborg, but I thought Cyborg was the baddest bitch out there. You know? Probably shouldn't have said that. Baddest bitch. That's gonna. That's gonna be not uh, good for the people. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, a bad is, bitch, dude. That's a that's bad a, bitch. Yeah, that's dude. a boss ass bitch. No, dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah, excuse me. This isn't an explicit podcast. Yeah. I don't have to press that button every time I upload a new show. Uh, just, need, just need a little PC bell for every time we say something that's not good enough. For the nah, dog. Nah. That's gonna be a no for me, dog. 
swear jar, put your 20 cents in. Yeah, and Trevor was only that drunk because we had gone to the protest that day and he had to get wasted afterwards. And thanks for all the fucking views and shit you on know, that, by the way, and shares and everything. That was fantastic. But yeah, UFC's got exciting stuff around the corner, but that's pretty much it. You know, I mean, Fight Island's going to be the shit. There's a big, there's going to be a, a gap after that big fight where we're waiting for Habib to come back from Ramadan. And then we got Connor Mazaval. We got all that shit coming down. So look around August, I think. August, September is going to be huge for fights. So until then, yeah. August, September is going to be huge for literally everything. Every right everything will be blowing up at the same that time. It's going to be so much. I mean, that kind of, we, I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but. It is ass-eating season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. So. Like, literally, it's going to be the first time that basketball's ever had to compete head-to-head with with uh, football. Every sport I mean, will be competing in August. And, and I mean, everything. The... NFL and UFC are going to do really well, and I think other sports are going to suffer a viewership. They're going to suffer fighting each other, yeah. Yeah. Especially baseball, just because not only all the greediness in it and the deals right now of, like, not greed, but a lot of people are talking about, you know, half the countries was on fucking no work and this and that, and they're fighting over, you know, money over millions and millions of dollars they could have, you know, so no matter what's getting cut, they were talking about how, you know, they're it's, you know, kind of a greedy war in the midst of all this turmoil in the country and it's bullshit. So, I mean, between that and that baseball is kind of a dying sport, it's just kind of a, I think they're going to struggle a little bit. You know, that's why I'm actually kind of, uh, kind of, hold on, I got to drink this liquor real quick. Liquor. You got to get that liquor. Mm. Going down, down. Whiskey. That's why I'm actually kind of like. Small batch bourbon. Yeah. I like baseball. Um, I enjoy going to baseball games. I will watch it on TV occasionally. I, I usually follow standings and baseball shit games until are, it gets to the playoffs. Baseball games are great because not only is it fun and you get to see some culture, but it's usually cheaper in football and oh, cheaper yeah. and shit like that. No, so it's, it's really like, great. I think Hockey's I spent rough last time too, I went to a Mariners game. I mean, granted, it was a Mariners game. I think I spent 25 bucks for those tickets. Yeah, dude. And I then you just got to get some expensive wieners. I spent 10 bucks for that first beer. Dodge a dollar. <laughs> no, so the last Mariners game I went to it was a great time. I got wasted. We were like, we were pre gaming in the car on the way there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was with uh, shout out MJ and Devo uh, mm-hmm. with those guys. Drove up to Seattle, just got yeah, just slaughtered in the car on the way there. <laughs> and uh, we had one of MJ's friends came with us. He got so drunk on the way there that he ended up sleeping in the car for the whole game. He didn't even come to the stadium with us. So had a good time. He's like, I don't think I can handle walking in there, man. Doesn't matter. Had sex. Uh, (laughs) I'm almost, yeah, I'm almost positive. He didn't even walk in the stadium. It was just, ended up being the three of us and four of us (laughs) went. So (laughs) I got wasted. I uh, good times. was buying $10 Miller lights, I think it was, and they were like eight ounce cups, right? Gross. Yeah, so I bought like three or four of those. And I'm like, this is fucking stupid, you know? So I'm like, I'm gonna go for a walk around the stadium. There's gotta be a cheaper place to get good beer around mm-hmm. here. So I went all the way up to the top deck. There was one guy in like a little hot dog truck, right? That had a fucking cooler beer on the front of it. Yep. And uh, he had fucking 22 ounce bottles of uh, of Elysian. I think it was oh, what was the name of that? IPA? Oh, El- uh, Elysian. Uh, Elysian. What is it? Gold dust or no? Uh, well, it might. Be, well, I don't think it was space, space dust. dust. They had another. Fuck they yeah. had another IPA before I before space this. dust came out. <laughs> but Elysian is one of my favorites. One of my favorite breweries, and I think I got that twenty-two ounce bottle for six dollars. Where I was Jesus. buying, and that's an IPA. I mean, I think that stuff's like eight percent. Yeah, man, right? I stole those bottles. Yeah, right. And I was like, hey, whatever, bro, whatever you want, man, because that was way cheaper. So I bought a couple of those from him. Went back down to my seat. Just got smashed. And then there's that fucking, there's a statue when you're leaving that stadium of, uh, what was his name? Dave, uh, he was the old announcer Rudabaugh. for the Mariners forever. Uh, man, I can't Navarro. remember. Navarro. <laughs> no, that'd be wild. <laughs> Just joking. 
Anyway, they've got it. They've got this big statue of him because he was like the voice of the Mariners forever. And I can't remember his last name. Is Dave something? Um, Chappelle. But it's, it, it's like this big... <laughs> <laughs> Full-size well, statue of him Wendy's. sitting at his desk, right? And uh, it's like he's all bronze, and then the desk, I think, was made of some other material. But anyway, I sat down next to it with my beer and like had my arm around him to take a picture, right? And the fucking stadium security got so pissed off. They're like, hey, you can't have beer over there. I don't know if he oh was sober, God. and maybe that's what it was, or some kind of respect thing. But he's like, yeah, you, you got to get the fuck out of here. I'm like, respect so I'm, I'm fucking wasted already, right? So I'm getting a little froggy. I'm trying to fight the fucking <laughs> security guards, and my bro, my bro, like, hey. You gotta, we gotta go, dude. I'm like, ah, yeah. Well, hey, let me get a picture real quick. And so I'm like, hey, hey, sorry, sorry. Here's my beer. I'm gonna take a picture. And they let me take a picture and I left. And I got that picture somewhere on Facebook. I'll find it and throw it up on the page. Actually, it's pretty funny. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, I, I was thinking about like the most I've ever paid for beer. I went to a Born Free motorcycle show down in uh, uh, Southern California. Shout out to Chris Castillo for fucking hanging out with us with my army buddies. Fucking that dude did a 24 hour shift in the LA fucking uh, ambulance as a uh, paramedic and then sat at a restaurant at fucking like 10 in the morning for two hours waiting for me to figure out the fact that I'm not on anywhere near that county. And uh, we showed up there. We had mimosas in the morning. Oh, and then yeah. he took me Classy to a bitch. Uh, dude, he took us down to uh, East Los Angeles. We went into a fucking legit Mexican restaurant and fucking sat there slamming beers and I ended up hanging out all day. But. Yeah, I went to this uh, motorcycle show. It was like, uh, it was fucking Harley Davidson ran it and Vans. I got to hang out with, uh, rest in peace, Jeff Grosso. Oh, that's I, cool. Jeff Grosso, man, like my buddy got so drunk and he wandered off. I'm trying to find him. And I find him with Steve Caballero and Jeff Grosso. And I'm Dude. just like, what in the fuck is going on? And there's a huge vert ramp right there and they're all riding in like, Dude, it's Steve Caballero. Jeff Grosso's there. Um, that's some early 2000 uh, skater movie shit. Christian Hasoy is skating the ramp. And um, so's um, uh, Mike, uh, not Mike Maldonado. Um, pretty much a bunch of the uh, the old Bones Brigades guys are there. And I walk to my buddy, and I'm like, "Where the fuck were you?" And I look over, and Gross is just smiling. He's like, "I found him." And I'm like, "I got him." <laughs> I'm like, "I got him." And he looks at me, Dude. and he's like, "Your drug ass couldn't find me, bro." And it's like, "Yeah, that's why I couldn't find you, Justin." Yeah, that's why. But we're hanging out, and Gross, and like, he looks at Grosso, and like, he he says, "Can we just come over on the other side of the fence and hang out in your guys' tent?" And I'm like, "This guy's gonna tell us to fuck off." And he goes. Yeah, it's just way better ta- than talking over a railing. And he lets us in. We go Dude. sit in this tent. And I'm sitting with all these old pros, and we're, still, we're talking to Christian Hasoy's dad. No shit. And uh, I'm having all these guys sign this board, and they're just talking, and me and him are sitting there at this table, and they're talking like regular Monday morning talk. And I'm like, I'm nerding out so bad that I'm not fitting in. And we're like, we ended up just walking away because we didn't know what to do. And they kept looking at us like, y'all going to say some shit? Or like, I mean, we're just hanging out. Like, right. But those beers were <laughs> 10 bucks a piece. And I probably spent 60 bucks on beers. At oh, least. And we brought beers in. Do, dude. You're just trapped in a canyon with no cell service. Like, uh, I had to hitch a ride in a van full of like people dressed like they're in the 70s out of there i fell off a truck before that my board that i had signed almost got ran over by a bunch of bikes the whole like a hundred bikes had to hit the brakes so i could get my board hop back on the truck dude it was a fucking kick-ass time man <laughs> yeah vans warped tour has super expensive beer too but i'm not even gonna tell a story about that bullshit <laughs> I've never been. amtrak sells fucking bush light for eight dollars a can well, they can suck my Whoa, dick yummy That's yummy yeah it's terrible I have been so wasted on some Amtrak, so like way before I was allowed to drink. That's a story for another time. I'll bring that up later. <laughs> uh, all right, so I do have some other cool news, actually. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're wrapping up the sports segment here, I better talk about the CPBL. In the first spot in the four-team standings, 
is the China Trust Brothers. <laughs> 21 <laughs> wins, 15 losses. The monkeys have fallen. That's a terrible two. record. Why, why do they all have bad records? Yeah, no, it's it's not good. Like that's not, a terrible they're all record. terrible. They're that's all a really. 60, that's a sixty-some percent record. Well, yeah, dude, it's, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. So yeah, they're they're uh, uh, yeah. So the, the monkeys fell to the two spot with nineteen wins and fourteen losses. Okay, so keep keep track of this. This is the brothers played thirty-six games and they were behind by about five games last week, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Something mm-hmm. like that. Something corrupt. Monkeys have played 33 <laughs> games. So now, now the, the brothers have played league. three games more than the monkeys. So they shot ahead of them by eight, eight games or something like that. Uh, the Guardians have also played 33 games. Uh, they are in the third spot with 15 wins and 18 losses. And the Lions still suck. With 38 games, they've played the most games, dude. Nothing this good's is... came out of Detroit in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so they're still they're still in the four spot with 38 games total, 15 loss or 15 wins and 23 losses. I feel like you almost that you should put them above the Guardians at that point. They've played five games more and they have the same win total, and they only have I mean they've got five more losses, but uh, for splitting hairs, none of this shit makes any sense whatsoever. The the fourth fourth place team has played two games more. Come on, August. Can't wait for real sports. Yeah, give me something real. <laughs> you know, I'm still going to support. Still going to support. Dude, I'm going to be so white trash when hockey season kicks in. Dude, you have no idea. The whitest of trash. Oh, dude, it's going to be bad, man. It's gonna be, I'm so fucking excited, dude. You're going to get like a text like, hey, game starts at five. It's like three. You guys want to come over? And they're going to get a text at eight. Like, I fucking hate my friends, dude. I'm at work, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, by the way? <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, we'll wrap up. We got some more cool shit to do in the second half, including the hashtag Chaco Challenge. Uh, We're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back with you. Yup. Yup, yup. This week's episode of Strange Range was brought to you by Raise Energy by Rep Sports. Raise Energy is perfect for anyone at any time. Powered by the enhanced refresh technology, Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink profile that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Targeted focus, enhanced recovery time, improved clean energy levels, and a boost in stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. Guys, the boys have been using Raise Energy for a few weeks now, and we've all noticed a huge difference with it in our lives. If you want to check out Raise Energy, go to RepSports, that's R-E-P-P-Sports.com, and use our promo code STRANGERANGE with no spaces to receive 15% off your entire order. Again, that's RepSports.com, code is STRANGERANGE for 15% off your entire order. All right, and we're back. Uh, so we're, we've been talking about things we're excited for coming back after the whole COVID situation. Uh, hopefully, hopefully there's not a crazy second wave that delays all of this shit that we've been talking about. It but won't happen. People are not going <laughs> people aren't going to go with this. People aren't going to care about it. Yeah. Now. The CDC just came out and said, uh, we just found out it's very hard to, uh, yeah, that's transfer true. the Corona or COVID virus on surfaces. And it's that's like, true. isn't that what you said was the worst? Yeah. They said 14 days on a metal surface and anybody that's ever done anything, any metal work knows that's fucking crazy. They also said it was like nearly impossible to transmit it if you're asymptomatic. What the fuck? Yeah. Dude? So that's the thing that everybody's been worried about. Is like, oh, I could be, be walking around I've with been, this disease. You know what? People have been calling me dicks online everywhere for saying it's overhyped. Fuck you guys. Like, Fuck you guys. People need to be sucking Jordan's dick right now. Yeah. I've been seeing that shit. Kiss my like, nuts. Like, I, I, I've been liking some stuff, and I've been wanting to comment, too. Like, no, for real, he's not being a dick. Like, 
We've seen this shit firsthand. We were the people ones. People are like, you're the one who's killing old people. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy because I literally, I probably infected people while I had it because I did have it. So did I right. was right next to you and I was fine. Yeah. Well, I was going in because I was sick as shit. That, but this was this was in January before any of this stuff like started popping up. I was still seeing uh, uh, articles on Facebook about like, hey, this guy ate a bat and like some weird shit's but happening. But dude, in China it started. Shit, right? It started in November. And then yeah. they got blown over until, oh shit, it started popping in January, February. We're going to shut everything down. It's like, dude, it's fucking been here. This, if it yeah. happened in November, there's before, no way. Before we had really heard about, yeah, and like COVID, they didn't talk about COVID coming to America until like uh, February, yeah. you know? Right so around there. We definitely had it. I was going to fucking Rite Aid at that time, you know, to get myself medicine because I was sick And then Chase went to get tested and they're like, nah, sorry, we don't have the kids, homie. Yeah, they wouldn't test me. Wouldn't <laughs> sorry, we ran anyway. out. What I'm getting at here is this shit's been postponed for a while. Hopefully it doesn't get postponed again. I doubt it will at this point. Uh, but, man, we have been missing out on movies and TV shows that Dude, we're all excited about. theater's still quiet art there yet. too many shows. Rick and Morty held me over. Oh, my God. And, I, and Solar Opposites. But that's like really, I mean, Space Force. Space Force, that was, held Space Force over. was good. Space Force was great. You gotta watch Dude, that. Dude, like, yeah, everyone's been skeptical. Yeah. Letter Kenny, yeah. Uh, for, if, especially if you live up here this close to Canada. I mean, we got to keep those fucking Canucks on their side of the line. Space but. Force is great. It's great. <laughs> no, Space hey, Force we have great. Canadian listeners now, finally. Uh, shout out. It still stands. Hey, <laughs> hey, shout out to you, eh? Oh, hey. 1812. Uh, yeah, hey, you want a fucking Donnybrook, bro? You want to have a fucking Tilly? You want a fucking, t- you want a full tilt, bud? <laughs> you want to fucking throw these hands, drop your gloves, motherfucker? Dude, you might be the entire reason we have Canadian listeners. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. All hands throwing hands. Dude, hey, those guys talk yeah. hockey? Does guys talk hockey? Oh, fuck yeah. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He talks about. Bruins, but that's all right. What about Wayne They're just drinking brewskis and talking hockey, bro. Gordy Howe. Oh, fucking A, dude. Oh. <laughs> By the way, dude. Hey, man. Hey. Hey. Uh, Wayne Gretzky's and kept fucking Canadian's national treasure. He is, dude. Like Edmund yeah, Oilers. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad it's all about Bobby goddamn Orr, boys. Bobby Orr, number four. <laughs> number four, Bobby Orr. Fuck, that's awesome. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. But no, yeah. but there are TV shows coming back eventually here soon enough. Like, Mandalorian's been... Off and yeah. on of set, and that's a great show. So season two's got tons of details they're leaking. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett supposedly survived, or at least somebody's wearing his armor. Mm-hmm. Baby Yoda's coming back. Dark uh, Saber. Ahsoka Tano is going to be in the show, played by Rosario Dawson. By the way, Rosario Dawson can catch these nuts. Too. Uh, <laughs> Rosario Dawson, yeah. the dog hey, piece, my, my, my wife thinks she's hot, so I can say it. <laughs> there you go, dude. I've seen, I saw her in seven pounds when she was all sickly, and I was like, I'll make you better. <laughs> you can stay at my house, girl. Wear bandanas. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, dude. I got uh, a, I got Obi-Wan a FIFA. Too, right? Obi-Wan's Obi-Wan coming. is supposed to come around the corner. They oh. they had just like they'd gotten through greenlit and they had just started the whole production and then COVID happened. So I mean that'll probably push it back and it might lead to some changes in how they're going to do the show because they have extra time. But that's gonna be some good shit. I'm that uh, actually Ewan McGregor coming back. I think and it's dude, gonna be the best one. The I- timeline of how it works, like you know, in the prequels, Ewan McGregor was playing a. Mid, approaching middle aged Obi Wan. Now he's been that much older. They can slap that same beard on him, grow out his hair a little bit, or whatever. He has he long looks hair. Older, he looks yeah, grayer. He's. It's gonna. I mean, in terms of look and where they're placing the show, it's One gonna look great. It's gonna Jedi look Masters. great. And you know he lives, so it's like every story that they tell about him, you know it's just going to be fucking epic. That's, I'm, uh, <laughs> you've been trying to get in there. Sorry, I was going to say that I'm the Sith of the group, and uh, anyone that's listened to the preview, this tiny preview of the show, if you didn't have, like, if you didn't hear the point where he's, doesn't he say, like, look at you living out here like a rat in the desert? Yep. That's Darth fucking Maul, son. Yep. The fact that I heard that, like, dude, super big nerd boner. Oh, yeah. I Absolutely. mean, dude. I'm more right. excited about Obi-Wan than I bet about all- 
Star Wars content in a while. Yeah. Like, I actually, I really liked the last three films. I know that most people probably feel differently, but I, I thought like they, they were good. I think they could have took a slightly different direction, but I liked it. I just, I thought, you know, he could have done things here and there with the ending. But other than that, I thought it was pretty good. The second movie was a little slow. I didn't have anyone around me that raised me on the first three movies, the mm. originals. And so that was something Dude, the I originals seen on, are the shit. That's something I'd seen on TV here and then. But when Phantom Menace came out, that was when I was, I went, I was a little kid still. Mm. But I was like, I want to watch this shit. So that's what started it for me. So hey, I've seen all of them, but hey, I. Shout out to Charlie. Remember when he said, uh. That movie was actually released before I was born. Dude, oh, man. Dude. And it's like, dude, Jesus birthday, Christ, dude. you make me feel old, you dude, son of a bitch. We, yeah. were at, dude, we were at work, and I literally saw something on my phone, and I was like, boys, boys, like, dude, Phantom Menace was released so-and-so years ago. I was like, holy fuck, and Chase was like, really way to age us. And then, like, Charlie, who's like, bless his fucking little mullet heart, and then he fucking, <laughs> he's a new guy, he's trying to hang out, and he's like, uh, so that fucking came out before I was born. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, like whoa, dude. Yo, and like we had literally just been talking about how like I vividly remember hanging out at my buddy Remy's house uh, the night before Phantom Menace dropped and we were playing like one of the Star Wars video games on it must have been on the original PlayStation. I can't remember which one it was. There was a good one but on anyway, 64. We were playing that. It might have been 64 actually. Um, we were playing that all day and then all night long we had an original trilogy marathon, right? And so that was like I vividly remember this night. Like it was, it was in his mom's brand new apartment. We were hanging out. You just like, cool, you know, thought we were cool as shit. Fucking Star Wars night, right? We're gonna go see the Star Wars movie in the theaters, like, which was a big deal because in our lifetime, a Star Wars movie in theaters didn't exist. Yeah, dude. You know, I was stoked about mm-hmm. it. So excited about it. Why does like, everybody I always remember that? And then fucking Charlie over here, <laughs> fucking goddamn Charlie. By the way, you guys may have seen this video already, but we just ca- cupcake, cupcake the, the shit, shit out of him on his birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, motherfucker. Happy birthday, bitch. <laughs> By the way, so like, like we talked about it. Like we talk about this shit at work all the time. In fact, we. Have to constantly be like, hey, hold that shit. For Ease the it up, save but it up, Trevor, save that good shit. Where, where were you when episode one happened? Well, I was I was still living in Polson then. Uh, that was well, what was that? What was episode one, two thousand one or nineteen ninety nine? No, it was, I'm looking up. Right I think now. it was ninety nine. I, I think I thought it was two thousand. I'll check it out right now. I I could have swore I was about like five or six years old. Why does everybody talk shit about? Uh, nobody talks about A New Hope, how good it is. Everybody talks about. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi and the originals. Dude, A New Hope is so good. Oh, it's great. It, I mean, uh, I think it's maybe it's, it's just a, little, a given. It's a little slower, but it sets the ground. Yeah. It shows you the characters. It introduces everyone. It's fucking great. Well, uh, maybe uh, that's a generational thing, too. Like, I love A New Hope, but dude, like, I think epic. that that movie is probably more important to... Uh, Who shot first? Well, but I mean... It's Han- <laughs> look, look, look. Harrison Ford admitted to it, right? Han shot first. By the way, real quick. Uh, May 19th, 1999. 99. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. It was the June That's of '99. My sister was born that year. That's the one thing I can remember is that, like, uh, you were well, she, five. Had, she had she had jet black hair at the time too. So uh, not anymore. No, not anymore. It's '99, <laughs> Remy, bro. We've been my friends for a lot longer than I thought we had. '99. That's crazy. Oh, I'm, like, I'm like a dirty blonde now. My hair was jet white, and like when I grow my goatee out, jet it's white. all orange <laughs> and blonde, orange and blonde. But yeah, my shit changed too, dude. Hey, and back to uh, Darth Maul and how Brett loves Darth Maul so much. So Darth Maul was in Solo, and he was in it for just like a little cameo in Solo. But the guy who played him, Ray... Came to me pants. Ray, uh, fuck, I forget his name, but it's the same guy who played him in Phantom Menace. He's a little thicker now, but it's the same guy, and they're going to bring him back for the Obi-Wan TV show. So it's going to be the the same guy that played Darth Maul since Phantom Menace in 99 is coming back to play him in Obi-Wan too. So, I mean, they're bringing everyone back. Little uh, nerd detail right here, by the way. 
If you watch the very first X-Men movie that came out, the He's guy that plays the toad yeah, right, with the tongue and shit like that, at one point he picks up a stick and twirls around his head because that is the uh, that is the character that played Darth Maul. That is the oh, first the actor. movie he did. Sorry, yeah, the, the actor that played Darth Maul. That's the first movie he did since episode one and he asked him if he could do it and they said yes. Dude, I know I know the scene you're talking about and I never put that together. And that's you know what actually else? Darth fucking Maul. Right cool. after that, 30 seconds after that, the worst movie fucking quote of all time happens. Do you know what happens when a lightning, or what happens when a toad crosses lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. And she fucking strikes him with lightning bolt, and it's like, what kind of fucking line is that? <laughs> what the, like, what okay, the, wow. I think the same thing happens to everything when it gets struck by lightning. <laughs> Am I right? Or what? I, I yeah. you know, oh, uh, Halle Berry? Yummy. Halle Berry. <laughs> Swordfish tits, bro? Swordfish tits, dog? Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. What other things are you excited about? Stranger Things season four is also coming out around the corner. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't Not excited shot, about it dude. until you guys reminded me of the last scene where like he uh, Russia kicks in like that and, and uh, they the dropped that trailer and it only shows a thirty second the trailer. Yet. Oh, dude, it's just a thirty second clip it of David Harbor shaved head working on a Russian like. Prison, oh, I've like, seen that. Yeah, like a yeah, slave, yeah. like a slave line, like they're like digging or something or they're. By the way, homie drives a blazer. Boom, dude. Model and blazer. David Harbor is also coming out in Black Widow. He plays Black Widow's. Father figure, she, her real dad oh, died. Oh, that's right, that's right. But yeah, David Harbour's playing Black. He was Hellboy figure, and it's gonna be the shit, dude. He was and, Hellboy. Yeah, and dude, his Hellboy gets scrutinized heavily. I liked it. It was people right. are pissed yeah. because it's not Ron Perlman, and I, I dude, love Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman. Was not in the comic. Dude, books, he's so sixty the though. Went dude, to comic books. Then it went to well, it's not the comic books. It's Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, yeah. sixty yeah. fucking years oh, old. It's not Ron Perlman. It's like you fucking didn't want him to beginning. And like, the movie, it was a little slow, and it didn't have the best direction. But I liked David Harbour as him. It showed him as an alcoholic. It showed his, you know. The whole boy's violent, we- his weaknesses yeah. a little yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, there was actually yeah. that like that last scene, that big ass fight scene at the end. Dude, was badass. It was epic. It, it was yeah. it was way more brutal. Just yeah. like uh, dude, uh, Mila, Yo- Mila Jovovich. Oh, what's up, girl? What's mm-hmm. up, girl? What's up? Resident Evil back in the day. We fucking we fucking in these titties. Said no yeah, titties. Uh, the smallest of the, of the of the bunch, but smallest. I'm a shape man. It ain't bad. Yo, look, hey, you got little titties. I love you too. I'm a shape man. Right? <laughs> I'm what a shape you, man. What were you bringing up? Uh, yeah, have you met Brett? Sorry, we talk- <laughs> <laughs> coming to a Bad Rock Music Festival near you. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, three inches of motherfucker runs going 100 miles an hour. Uh uh. Boy, it's built uh, like a sewing no, no, machine. Bang bang. Now I was gonna compare it to uh, Suicide Squad versus uh, Birds of Prey. Suicide Squad was a good movie and all that. I mean, don't be wrong, the Joker fucked that part up and they cut a lot of it out. Well, so they, that makes sense. They also limited him. They, you know. But look at Birds of Prey when it comes to violence and gore versus uh, Suicide Squad. Hey, and also, who else is in that? Fucking Obi Wan. Goddamn. Uh, you and McGregor, McGregor, he, yeah, dude, he's way. he's a black mask in Birds of Prey, and he, dude, he played that great. He's, he's just a pretentious eyeballs. dick. He carries around a guy, Victor Saz, who will cut up people for him because he doesn't want to do the dirty skinned work. Him, he skinned him, right? He skins people's faces off. Yeah, that dude you know should who be else shot. Skins people's faces off. Hillary Clinton to wear him. Harry, Hillary Clinton, <laughs> literally. Hey, that she's Jeff Epstein she's didn't kill himself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. By the way, I, uh, I I just started watching the Epstein documentary, and I kind of didn't want to watch it at first. I'm like, man, like because of the whole situation and like who might have been involved in him being killed. Those people own a lot of media resources. Well, so I was like, maybe it's me biased. Oh my god, but you have to watch. They it. don't. You know, they I, don't show everyone that he was affiliated with, though, right? Dude, it is. 
Well, they can't dirty everybody's they, reputation dude, when they're still what? alive. Yes. The Trump, they go right after Trump. They show all his well, quotes, but all Trump, his pictures. Trump's, with him. They go with, Trump's an easy target, too. Every, no, 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 no. They go with everyone. He's just one of the group. They don't pull any punches. They're, they're, they're talking about police officers. They're talking about fucking all kinds of people. That, that documentary blew me away. They didn't pull any punches. It's, I've actually been really pleasantly surprised with Netflix documentaries because they really... I mean, they've, they've got a, a really great budget. Tiger King. They just are not afraid to just put shit out there. Asking for a Baskin. Son. Asking for a Baskin. Asking for an Epstein, it sounds like. But. <laughs> Asking for an Epstein. Oh, <laughs> By the way, all this media blackout shit, the exact day that everyone put them fucking black boxes up was the day that Hillary went on trial with her appeal, and that shit failed. So I'm not saying let's get political. I'm saying... Google Hillary Clinton. Don't wait for that shit to hope on the, hop on the news. Shit is actually should, happening right now. You should now. look into it. Just look, hey, just look into it. I'm just saying. That's all. Just, just saying. saying. That's all. Just so look into it. Uh, Tenet. Dude, Tenet is like my number one movie I'm excited about. Have you heard about that? It's Christopher Nolan's new movie. It Christopher has, Nolan? Christopher Nolan. Oh, but get this. It has got Denzel Washington's son. Mm-hmm. The guy who was uh, Black oh, Black. The guy who was Black Klansman. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, that was a good movie. Dude, yeah. So it's, 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 my fucking it's, it's his name's John Washington. It's Denzel Washington's son. It has Robert. Steve Washington. It has Robert Pattinson, who's also going to be the new Batman. We'll He's one of the characters in it. We'll get to that. They have a great cast, and it looks fucking crazy. I mean, you. It's a. Ti- I've heard it's a time traveling. Oh, oh, a time traveling yes. stopper to stop something yep. that's some kind of cataclysmic event that triggers World War Three. And there's an agent that's being sent traveling through time to try to stop it from happening. It looks like Looper if you mixed in the smart writing and style of Ex Machina. And Black Klansman. No, yeah. uh, Christopher Nolan came out and said during the filming, they crashed a real 747 for the filming Jesus. of it. They crashed a real plane to film a real plane being crashed. Ain't scared of shit, son. They, <laughs> right? And get this, get this. They haven't done that since Con Air. Connor was the only other movie that's ever done that. Really? Crashed a real plane. I didn't know that was it. a real plane either. That's yeah, bad, dude. That's oh. cool as shit. Another uh, one of my short fucking attention span uh, nerd moments. Uh, uh, I just found out that on Tombstone, the fucking dude that plays Clyde was drunk as piss in every single scene. He got drunk before. Well, that, I just found out. Great that movie. explains it. Anyway. <laughs> no, dude, I'm a big Tombstone fan, bro. I'm a big, I'm a big fucking movie nerd. Yeah. Fan. Anyway, and then, uh, no, the only other thing I'm really pumped about is the King of, King of Staten Island. Is that new yes. uh, Pete Davidson movie? Dude, he's so funny. In fucking what's yeah. her, what's her bitch rubbed his name through the dirt when he was Ariana going through a, when he was going through a hard time and was like entering rehab and he was struggling. He was getting blamed for Mac Miller's death. They gave yeah, him that's they, fucked. That's fucked. Yeah. But then Mac they gave Miller him was Ariana Grande and then he got with Ariana Grande. Then Mac Miller, right after Mac Miller OD'd and shit. They all Whether wrote a bunch of songs wrong. about it. But yeah. then <laughs> Pete Davidson was given breaks like break time from recording SNL, which like no no cast members get given break time. Like if you, you know, they're the busiest schedule in, yeah. in any kind of filming. Oh, yeah. so it's and like, they can replace you with any fucking second. Anytime. They've done it mid-season. Oh yeah, they'll Everybody do anything. Wants and to be Pete Davidson SNL. has, yep. Pete, biggest gateway. Pete yeah, Davidson's absolutely. a little extreme for SNL. He's got the tattoos, but I know that Norm, or uh, what's his name, the guy that runs it, uh, not Norm. Uh, oh, uh, Michael, uh, no, uh, He's Michaels, something Michaels. Uh, Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. Yep. Lauren Michaels really cares about him, so he gives him the chances, but like Pete Davidson's a true gem I think in today's world and he's so funny dude like this movie's gonna be comedy drama but it's like I'm excited about the angle it looks like it's gonna be I, the reason I like Pete I didn't like Pete Davidson at first but until I, I, I watched more of his shit and honestly you're seeing a person that's been fucked up for a really long time and they do comedy but that kid has been fucked up over his dad died in 9-11 in the towers uh, he's got 
a bunch of issues. And so when you when you watch his acting or you listen to his actual stand-ups, you get a chance to see into his soul and realize that, like that's a dude that's making do with a bad hand and he's doing great. But he yeah. takes great digs at people. Like he's really Ariana, funny. Dude, he got so much heat for that last stand-up he did on Netflix where he's, he's like, I'm going to talk about Ariana. And dude, he got good for food, him. Dude, good he for him. He got in his own crowd and he went on and like, the big thing was that Ariana Grande went on and said, like, yo, she's she got a big ha- dick, though. Hashtag big dick yeah. energy. She yeah. put hashtag BDE on yep. everything that had to do with Pete Davidson. Everyone's been using the term big dick energy. She created that, right? And he mentions it, and everyone claps, and he goes, no, no, you're getting this wrong. I don't have a big dick. And everyone kind of laughs. He goes, no, you're getting I'm, that wrong. I'm serious. He's like, you're getting that wrong, too. What she did was is she told every uh, everyone to have a big dick, so that way every single woman I ever get with from the rest of my life will be let down. He's like, think about that shit. Uh huh. That's one thinks I'm bad. packing a foot longer until they see it, and then it's about three inches going 100 miles an hour. That's yeah. He was like, evil, dude. dude. She was like, that woman is fucking me over for life, yeah. and everyone thinks she's awesome for it. But and that's exactly so he was defending himself during mm-hmm. that whole stand up, and I thought it was great. Like he did it in such a good like, artistic way of making yeah. it still sound. Funny and smart, even though he's talking about shit. Well, he's just airing out his laundry. Think about how you memorize your comedic lines, but you have to deal with the real live repercussions of what people are going to say, how they're going to do it. If they try to, if they try to to heckle you, you have to deal with that live. No matter how many times you've. Mm Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna train every day, memorizing my fucking lines. It doesn't matter. And he knew that was coming to you. Yeah, so you have to figure like, out. Ah, how to, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you just you got to be able to deal with the heat. Yeah. He does it great. And the reason I like that a lot because is like I call them snipers. There's a couple comedians that are snipers. They'll they'll say some shit and you'll see it in their eye. They're waiting for someone to say something back. Mm-hmm. Like Theo Vaughn, uh, Andrew Santino's another good one. Um, a couple uh, Rogan. I've heard like Rogan like say something and someone go boom and you're like shut up bitch but it's so fast and so perfect. Dude, Daniel like, Tosh, he Daniel was like, Tosh. hey, oh, you're a heckler. Somebody go rape that rape that chick. Yeah, and dude. He got big trouble for that. Oh fuck yeah, yeah dude. Oh, huge fuck trouble yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, dude. you're heckling somebody you paid money to see. My favorite one was uh, I, I haven't I haven't I've heard it I haven't heard it on the full stand up but I've heard it on a video and. Uh, Fucking um, oh, oh, Eddie Murphy was doing a stand-up way back in the day, and I don't, I might not have been on a DVD, but it was recorded. Eddie Murphy is in the fucking nose, or Eddie Murphy's brother, Charlie Murphy, bless his soul. Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy's in the fucking nosebleeds, right? And uh, Eddie says something, and someone goes boo, and you can hear it on the mic. Without missing a beat, a quarter second later, Charlie Murphy screams to the back and goes, Shut up, bitch! <laughs> what, are the, what are the five fingers say to the face? Slap! But yeah, he goes, thanks, he goes, thanks, Charlie. And he just moves on. But literally, from the back of the nosebleed, you can hear Charlie Murphy go, Shut up, bitch! That's what's up. Yeah, that yeah, actually, this kind of lends to my uh, flavor of the week, or I'll just use that as yeah, my, yeah, my recommendation, yeah, right? There you go, there you go. I like that term, by the way. Flavor of the week sounds good. Flavor uh, like, of I the like week. Uh, Drew Lynch. You guys heard of Drew Lynch? He's a stand-up comedian. I have not. I have not. He's got. He was actually, I think, a rid. Well, I mean, he was doing stand-up for a long time, and then he was on uh, uh, America's Got Talent, um, maybe three or four years ago. It might. It might have been more recent than that. But anyway, he's got a uh, very persistent stutter. Oh, my dad was watching that. I remember dude, that dude. He's hilarious. He is like, hilarious. He his, works right through it. Yeah, his stand-up is funny alone, and like he pokes fun at himself a lot. And I think you have to do that, right? I mean. To a point, if you have something like that, but I'm pretty sure there's a guy who had really weird, like misshaped arms that were tiny, and he'd make lots of jokes about himself too. That yeah, were, like, I know really, who you're talking yeah. about. He's got a wheelchair that looks like that that yeah. I've seen that yeah. fucking burns, dude. It's pretty bad. Dude, the guys that can get through that though and uh, yeah. use it, but fuck yeah. Here's the thing though, Drew Lynch, his like 
like probably half of his thing. Like he knows people are going to heckle him. Mm-hmm. Like he's funny as shit, but people just are assholes and fucking get drunk. There, and there's always going to be around. assholes. Yeah, oh, of course. It's so they serve booze at a live show. It comes with the, happen. it comes yeah. with the territory. Well, I mean, yeah, every comedy Insert club platform. Booze. The shit's going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, it makes comedy better when people are drunk, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, his, like half of his whole thing is like waiting for hecklers. And then he just, fucking destroys them. He makes that half crowd of his work. That's what's up. Dude, he is so fucking funny. Check out Drew Lynch. I know he's on YouTube. He's on Facebook. He uploads on Facebook. Actually, most of the videos that he uploads are his like, uh, like get backs at fucking hecklers. Oh yeah. Thanks for the soft slide into that, uh, recommendation right? thing, flavor of the week. Yeah. Mine is uh, one day as a lion. It's a 2008, project from the queens of the stone age drummer and zach de la rocha doing keyboard and singing and it was a literally a six song ep and that was it and it is so fucking good i've been jamming it the last couple days and it's just fantastic other recommendation uh Turaloo. fucking brett shared something about it last week it was the first time i'd ever heard it it uh, is by great the by the bollocks and uh yeah that's probably that's about mine let's give two give me a quick uh, well, uh, what you got? This is kind of a not as well known of a band. They're called Elliot and the Evening Noose, and they have this. Uh, I found Evening them on noose? Facebook actually. Elliot noose? and the Evening Noose. N o o s e. Hang yourself at night. Yeah, yeah. and okay. they have this little. Yeah. <laughs> they have this little this album on YouTube. Well, I found it on Facebook. YouTube, like humans do. That was the song oh, I found yeah, out. And yeah, I love yeah. that. I know song. the song. Uh, I but, know that band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sing alongs for sinking ships. Mm-hmm. It's a great album. That, that and reporting song. live. Yeah. Loose lip yeah. sink ships. There you go. Right. Shut up, Bobby. Uh, uh, Unknown guess. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot and the Evening News. Check them out. The only other thing I think yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it, but uh, to get on a different side, it's kind of like R and B hip hop. But Anderson Pack, the album Malibu. Every song. Every song, pretty all much. Them. I can all listen to that full song. album. And he's a drummer, yeah. rapper, singer. Oh, yeah, Extraordinary yeah. Yeah, yeah. greatness. Brett, what you got? Okay. Uh, in, yeah, we're I'm, in. The results are in. I'm not, I'm not good at planning this shit out, so you can pull some off the top of my head. I like to do, a, I, if I can, I like to do a book, too. But I'm going to say, uh, listen to uh, Better Off Dead by Flapper Zombies. Shout out Michi Darko. If you're going to listen to any rapper right now, he's a part of a three-piece Flapper Zombie. They just dropped a new EP. Yep. Three days ago. Yep. Uh, so check uh, check out uh, the new EP from them. Check out one of their first ones, Better Off Dead. Um, listen to Everything Turns Gray by Agent Orange. Uh, Ganja Smuggling by Ika Mouse. Um, and then I'm going to do a book. Uh, it's a super unique one. That's why I want to I do this one. It's not very long. It's called um, The uh, Narrative of Arthur. Sorry. Let me, let me say this fucking right. The Narrative of Arthur Pym of Nantucket. It's by Edgar Allan Poe. Man, it's the, fuck it. There man, once was a man it. from Nantucket. His name was Arthur Pym. His yeah. cock was so long he could suck it. The reason why I want you to read this book is a short one, too. It is the only novel that Edgar Allan Poe ever wrote. And uh, there's a guy, um, uh, his last name is Pruitt, and I want to give the book away, but there is a mutiny and a cannibalism. After the book came out in the 1800s, there's been three different cases where there was a shipwreck, mutiny, and cannibalism, and a man by the last name of Pruitt was hung for piracy, cannibalism, and mutiny. So nice. after this, yeah, after this book came out, three different times a man was hung during a mutiny shipwreck for cannibalism and piracy. Name Pruitt. So, uh, it, it starts off as now it starts off as dry. There's next week's paranormal subject. <laughs> it's a it's a very dry book, but it's um it's dry and I don't know where it's violent and grabs you, and then it continues dry and it feels gritty and weird because you want more fat to it, but it's just dragging you on. 
And uh, it's that classic ultra violence. Classic, oh, a little bit of in out, in out, in out, in out, ultra violence. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's really really well written, uh, and the, the the history behind it, of course. But um, also, there's certain moments where they mention things like. Uh, when Arthur's in the, in the fucking base of the ship and it's starting to flood a little bit, he finds tortoises. Well, it was a known fact that back then that uh, sailors would take tortoises and they would uh, keep them on the ship because they'd float. And if they had what they took on water, they'd flip the tortoise over so it couldn't get away and they'd eat that later on. They'd tie them together with back hair and semen. Uh, back hair and semen. And make little crafts. But yeah, so... My yeah, God. A <laughs> narrative of Arthur, Bim, uh, Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket by Edgar Allan Poe. Read that shit, and then uh, movie-wise, I think I would say, uh, fuck it, let's go, um, let's let's go, fucking ghosty, crazy, demony shit. Let's go, uh, Oculus. I think it might still be oh, on yeah. Netflix. It's it two is. movies, uh, two movies told at once, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Great twist at the end. Watch that shit. Yeah, that's a good movie. Watch LCL Punk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, not the sequel. Before we move off movies, real yeah, quick, what are you guys' feelings on DC movies in general? I think that Wonder Woman was a great product from it. That's the best I've had so far. I think probably. that Zack Snyder helming it was shit. I think that that's all over now because his daughter, his daughter tragically passed away, took her own life, and he backed away from it. But I think they're on the verge of firing him because of how little money they made. So I, I think it's going to have a good new direction soon. Aquaman wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Aquaman 2, I think, will be better. But the guy who made that was the same guy that made uh, Fast and Furious and... Uh, They're all, all like of it. the uh, Insidious movies. James Wan. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the Insidious. Series. I like those movies so too. I, it's yeah. just a you know Aquaman, huge budget. The company's making you do certain things. You can only make so much you know real flavor out of it. I feel like they uh, they all start off on the right foot and then they just fell short. Uh, so I thought Birds of Prey wasn't bad. Birds of Prey was good. Yeah, Suicide yeah. Squad. I've seen Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, Squad was really good in a weird way where it's like. You like what you're seeing, but it could have been better. You just you know, have to like, ignore it, a couple parts. Like, there's, there's a couple doors that open that you have to walk past to be like, whatever, they don't go anywhere. After uh, after old Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. destroyed the Joker, they're trying to make a sequel of that and trying to helm that into real movies, and that was supposed to be the start of the DC Dark Side, or Dark, oh, DC yeah. Dark How something, you- where they were going to do one-off movies that were not in the actual uh, canon. Stick with that, but don't do sequels. It, well, now it made so much money, they want to. And, and that's well, Joaquin Phoenix said he would, but only if Todd, uh, Todd, Todd, uh, Bowles or Todd, McFarlane. What, or Tom, no, 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 no. <laughs> Todd, what the fuck is his name? He's the dude that, <laughs> he's going wrong with that shit. Dude, the guy that, the guy that <laughs> yes. directed the Joker was the guy that made the, uh, Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies documentary back in 98 oh, or whatever. Yeah. That was, that was the thing he passed college with. He made that to pass college. Then he made, the, then he made, dude, yeah, dude, dude, and then he made old school. Then he made the hangover. Now he's now he's making Joker serious movies that are winning Oscars. Fuck yeah! Get so I mean, man. he's came a long way. Really I like I like DC to an extent. I like their characters, but they got work to do. I, I, that's that's the best way of putting it. That's the best fucking way of putting it. Yeah, I I love. I actually I, I really like uh, Superman versus Batman. It's just like as soon as like the parts that I like the most got cut short. So I want to see the long edit. Ben Affleck wasn't great, but they also shoved him into "You're gonna be the tent pole guy," and he didn't. They didn't oh, get a real. Batman sh- was good though on uh, for what for what era of the Batman they chose of gritty. He'd already been through losing yeah. fucking uh, yeah. Robin. But I mean, imagine if they he had was fucked up. He wanted to hurt people like. But I they like were that they were putting him into the let's set up Justice League. Imagine if Ben Affleck had his own Batman movie match. like Christian Bale did. Boom! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could have been great. Had nothing to do with fucking Justice League. Robert they Pattinson sh- around the corner playing Batman. That's that gonna Batmobile, be great. I think that could be huge. Uh, 
I don't know about the Batmobile, but the image itself and what they're trying to make, a very young Batman, hasn't done much actual crime fighting. He's a great detective. He's coming up. Uh, Colin Farrell's going to play the Penguin. That's uh, Zoe, that's crazy. Z- that yeah. could be yeah. really good. I'm serious. Zoe, Cra- hey man, Zoe, Danny DeVito though, yeah. dude. Uh, Zo- Danny DeVito's timeless, but Zoe Kravitz is going to be Catwoman. Lenny Kravitz's daughter. I can, I can totally see that. That's I was going to say Lenny Kravitz's daughter. And she's, daughter she, she's fine. That's yeah. That'd be good fine. shit. Fine. So, can you feel your chili rings tingling yet? Oh fuck. We're getting close. Hey, we're we're getting close. We're but getting now, close. We're not quite there yet. I think we're, we got time for one story that Trevor's got kind of prepared for us. Our chili rings are going to spew. By the way. Uh, little known fact I'm pretty sure I developed an ulcer in the last couple years so Brett's uh, gonna go to the hospital tonight yeah, Brett's already, going to the hospital we've already talked about it that if uh, shit goes bad Jordan's gonna have his phone on him and I'm just gonna call him like Jordan uh, it's, uh, there's shit everywhere Thursday if shit goes bad it, maybe uh, literally Jordan I go to the hospital oh, fuck, come get me June, June 11th Thursday 5 o'clock that's when she could go south for Brett <laughs> alright so Trevor's got a story here alright Trev what do you got for us so this covers of a UFO sighting around uh, 1967 around uh, Malmstrom Air Force Base on uh, March 16th. And this information comes from uh, one of the men that was uh, in their station there, Robert Solis. Uh, Robert Solis, he was a deputy missile combat crew commander, and he would basically just sit down underneath in this little bunker and just wait for the go-ahead to... You know, launch any missiles if anything happened. This was a, this was a very big base in World War, or, or sorry, not any of the World War, sorry, the Cold War. And even JFK would sit there and say, you know, that that Malmstrom base is our our ace in the hole, things like that. But anyway, so Where Robert Solis, hmm? where's this at? Uh, this is in uh, Central Montana, near uh, a little bit near Belt, actually. Montana. It, around the time, same time as uh Belt, Montana UFOs. Five nine nine zero one. Uh huh. No, but uh, so uh, all of a sudden, Robert Solis is just sitting there. You know, his his commander, uh, Fred Mywald, was just sleeping. He's just you know pushing buttons. He's just making sure everything's cool. And then all of a sudden, he gets his phone call. One of the security guards out front says, "Hey, we have these lights just zigzagging, and they're looking pretty strange. So what do we do?" And he just he takes it off as a joke. He's just like, "Ah, oh, yeah. Well, tell me if it gets any closer." They call him back about 10 minutes later. He figured it was a joke, but they call him back 10 minutes later, and he says he was clearly frightened. And that they, all of a sudden, this big, they could explain it as a big red orb about 40 feet in diameter, just sitting in front, uh, just just in front of the, in front of the gates, just floating there, making, making weird movements and everything like that. They couldn't explain it, and it was making no sound. Orbing around, doing orb shit. And uh, just a little bit afterwards, when they were sitting there, just everybody's in awe about it. They didn't decide to start shooting at it or anything like that. Nobody gave them the go-ahead to because they didn't, you know, they were sitting there like, UFOs, no, don't fuck with that. But all of a sudden, their missiles, their, their missiles just go offline. It, it, uh, they called it a no-go, where basically they were just inoperable. Out of nowhere, they were just inoperable, all 10 of the missiles that were there. And... It, it started just freaking out a little bit. So he goes, he goes over to my wall and starts telling him about it. And then they had to get the debriefing and everything like that. They had to swear to secrecy and everything. But that same day at, it was uh, Echo Flight, which was just basically this little launch control center that was about 20 miles northwest. That same day, March 16th, 1967, they had the same thing happen where a big red orb came down. And all their missiles went offline. 
same day, 20 miles away. It happened around the same times, even. Kill switch. Hmm. Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, there was a kill switch uh, event. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, it just, it, it baffled them. You know, uh, the one at Echo, they were sitting there thinking like, okay, maintenance crew is fucking with us. Something's going wrong. But anyways, the re- how I got this information was around 1994, information became declassified and Robert Solis made it his duty to bring forward the evidence, bring forward all the stories. Well, not all the stories, as many as he could get to the people who wanted to actually talk about it. And there's telephone conversations between Walt Figgil, who was at Echo Flight Missile Combat Crew. He was deputy crew commander at Echo Flight. And then the Malmstrom Air Force Base, it was uh, Fred Mywald and Robert Solis. And um, actually, I believe even Eric Carlson as well, but they even have affidavits and... Uh, there's numerous documents on this website, and we'll have a link for for you below. But uh, I found it on spiralgalaxy.org uh, backslash my evidence, and I backslash you know, the the crazy part is that uh, you know it wasn't just one person who saw all this. You know, there, it was it was two bases, two bases, and Robert didn't see it himself, but he definitely wants to bring it forward. He definitely wants to bring all the information forward and. So far, the Air Force hasn't said anything about it. Really? His name Besides declassifying the information. But yeah, you can check it out on the website. And it, it, it just strikes me as odd that this would happen in front of you know, all these people. It wasn't just one person that saw this. And, you know, there's a whole base of people. But actually, two bases. Yeah. Well, a base and a launch control center. It was like an EMP. What's crazy is like back then, like you could have something seen by a bunch of people and hide it. Nowadays, you have to worry about a couple people seeing something and showing it. It's weird how the paradigm shift happens. Dude, the Jay Snowden guy, Whitefish, that guy is getting fucking torn apart by the world. It's traveled the world, that picture. And that's a perfect example of what you just said. You see enough people to see it, videotape it nowadays, you're fucking history. Yeah, it's fucking crazy now. And I think the reason, like, I think, of course, there's more things happening nowadays than there was before. But at the same time, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that everything's being seen. Everything's like wildfire. It yeah. gets clipped, you're done. No matter what you're trying to hide, anything, any hopes it had is mm-hmm. everyone's going to find out about it. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck, dude. Speaking of uh, Jay Snowden, uh, I literally saw him in the grocery store. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're That's so that crazy. Shit. Not to talk shit about some dude we ain't never met, but at the same time, the fuck, dude. The fuck? fuck, dude. Come the on, fuck. man. The dude walks out of the Applebee's house. just fucking half drunk, starts talking shit to everybody. Yeah, no, literally. So I'm, I'm in the grocery store a couple towns away from where that happened yesterday and saw Jason Snowden. And that guy literally, he, you could tell he was shopping outside of his normal area to stay away from people that would recognize him, which is the world right now. Everyone. And this man looked terrified to be alive, dude. Well, fuck yeah. He saw With me good seeing reason. him and he just like went pale. Like he knew that I recognized him. I wasn't going to You started nothing. to notice and he's like, like, oh fuck. Dude's clearly been punished enough. Like, or he's going to continue to be punished is what I mean, you know. But uh, yeah, that's, that was that was some crazy stuff. Uh, Hello world. <laughs> Hello so we, world. Uh, it's are we doing I'm this doing, thing? Yeah, it's the first time we're doing live on the podcast. Live right on now, the podcast. Give it a couple minutes. We so see you, you seeing us and it's beautiful. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, look at hey, me. Look at me. Hey, <laughs> so hey. the reason we're all bewildered is there's a slight delay. So we get to sit down and watch everybody sit down. <laughs> Everybody's togetherness. Yeah. All right. So uh, you want me to just go show this off? Or? Yeah, just start doing it, man. 
All right. Read the shit off. Let everybody know what I'm doing. Uh, chili. This is what we're uh, dealing with here. My butthole is already on fire. So, just thinking about it. My ulcer's pissed. <laughs> my ulcer. This is uh, the Chaco Challenge. Uh, White Lightning by Fuego Spice Co. Uh, when we looked it up, it was, I believe, 9 million Scoville, right? Hashtag end hunger. Yeah, 9, mil- nine million Scoville. 9 fucking million people. That's millions over what anyone should consume. It's gonna be bad. This stuff is all <laughs> sealed still. We're not. We're not faking it. Yeah. We're don't you even say it. Open. Yeah. Oh man. Hey, I, I shout out to Jake Beaton. It. Thank you, Jake. Yeah. Hell yeah. Live. Thank you. We're about to be doing it. I don't know if you can hear the hesitation yeah. in our voices, but it. <laughs> Hold exists. on. We keep hearing talk louder. Talk louder. We're here. It's that <laughs> oh, Chaco Challenge. Oh, hold on. Let me clarify this real quick. We're talking into microphones. We're used to talking at this volume, and the phone is recording us right now. So uh, we got to adjust that real quick. My bad, guys. Yeah. We're fucking noobs. Technical we're difficulties. We're working it out. We'll figure it out. We're working it out. Yeah, so we'll <laughs> shout out to Jake Beaton. We'll put the microphones down a little bit and talk louder. How about that? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> just yelling into the microphones. God. All right. You got, you're going to die. Wow. We are, we are Thanks, going Cassie, to die. By the way. Yeah. We are going to die. It is a, Our buttholes are going to die. It's a good possibility. Brett's stomach's going to die. Dude. Yeah, so little known fact, the last, like, I don't know, two years I've had stomach problems. It's been real bad the last, like, like week and a half, and then I'm going to do this shit, so. Man. I made White chocolate oh, infused. Always a pleasure, man. What's up, buddy? Jake Beaton just showed hey. up. What's up, buddy? Hey. hey. Thank you, Beaton. Cheers to that uh, motherfucker. Fuck yeah. I mean, we're, I'm not going to do Cheers, boys. Nice. Afterwards, <laughs> we're pretty pissed right. off. But uh, yeah, dude. So we've been saying forever. Hey, if you guys want us to do something, like let us know. And lo and behold, when my army Presents buddies, it to us. <laughs> we're about to do something that very well could put Brett in the hospital. So. Which is a good fact, right? <laughs> so leave a like. Oh, my asthma. <laughs> my ulcer. Yeah, so, uh, like and Jake, subscribe. Jake actually Seriously. was watching a live stream of us. Uh, I think it was me and Jordan's um, Fight Companion live yep. stream we did. Yep. And he starts talking about doing this white lightning thing, and I wasn't watched at the time. I thought he was saying white lighting. Yeah, white so like lighting, like, like a dude, like a light bar or something. Like, I don't know what he was talking about. Your buddy's gonna send us a light bar, and I'm like, fuck yeah, who did it? He's like Jake, and I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know. About, <laughs> that's questionable. Behold, that's questionable. I mean, that sounds cool, but my buddy, <laughs> he hits me up and he's asking me for my information, and no shit, he's just like, yeah. So I'm sending you this uh, chocolate bar fucking challenge. I look it up and I'm like, I told you, sons of bitches, like <laughs> it ain't gonna be that easy. It ain't gonna be that easy. Frankly, this is probably better. I mean, yeah. it's uh, way better. No, it's no, cooler. No one needs to see us in any more light than we're already in. So yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool. God. It's cool. Uh, when you guys were talking about light lightning challenge, I thought we were going to be drinking moonshine, and I realized I'm probably an alcoholic. No, that was. <laughs> that would be less scary. I got a little bit, <laughs> bit in the kitchen in case that comes up. Anyway, yeah, we might have to use that, that to wash. We got it some out. shine. All right, oh, so uh, Chase is going to go show you guys what we're talking about. Oh man, get my fat ass up. He's going to present it to you. All right, present them. Present so, them. <laughs> present them. There's the box. Check this out. I hope that's in frame. I'll let you know in a second. For every right hashtag Chaco Challenge bar purchased, 50 meals will be donated to local food banks to hashtag end hunger. Hashtag end hunger. Super cool. Uh, yeah, super Woo. cool. This is, here, I'll just, I'll open mine up. These guys are all cutting their stuff open right yeah, now, right? I'm just going to, see, it's sealed up and just taped there. You know what it says inside? Yeah. Your last chance to turn back. You must be insane to consume this pain. <laughs> Warning, Fuck me, God damn it. There's fucking instructions. Number one, eat it. Salt <laughs> too silly. Don't die and don't bitch too much. No, no this is... Share it. You look. can't sue us. <laughs> they forgot to put number four. Suck it. I'm holding, <laughs> I'm holding the Look box. at this box. Yeah, I mean... 
That's literally, this is what comes in this box. They've, they've, got to, they've got to protect the delivery driver that delivers the, this stuff. The little sticker on the back. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Fuego. That's our butt. Fuego. That's a sweet logo, by the way. That's a, that, yeah. I thought Brett was grabbing the milk. Uh, <laughs> I, had my milk. I had to spit that Copenhagen out, otherwise I'm... Uh, yeah, it would have been a real uh, bad deal. After that work, you got any creamer? Can you imagine, like, <laughs> cream? Dude, cream, cream, cream. Okay, okay, no cream. Okay. No, can you imagine if I literally like, like ate this, it starts to burn, and I just like inhale for a second and suck a whole dip of Copenhagen Dude. down my throat? Oh my god. That Let me tell you, I'm starting to get nervous. That's a new challenge. The nerve and the butterflies are starting. <laughs> if the uh, audio quality decreases a little bit during this segment of the show, there's a reason. <laughs> Cut me a fucking break. Oh man. Yeah, Brett just he can't figure out how to hold on to a dick shaped yeah. object. What kind so. of that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It might not be progressive. It looks like, it looks like compressed sand. Yeah, oh, rub that's your... not even. I was expecting brown. Okay. Yeah, rub it in your eyes. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, you got fucking gloves. <laughs> he went right. Sweet. Calm down, Trevor. Here's what it looks like. Oh, man. It literally looks like condensed sawdust. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Show him the back. Hey, hey, watch. Grab mine. Show him the sticker on the back. Oh, yeah. We look we at, did. Look, look did. at the way this shit's sealed. There's, you can see specks of death in this stuff. Sweet <laughs> Jesus. I'm glad it's so thin, man. Like, have ice packs ready for his asshole. Okay, there you go. Well, thanks, Cassie. And Janice says, "Nah, he's a grown ass man." <laughs> hey, boom, hey. son. You be seeing me crying yeah, like a grown girl. ass man in about an hour. My heart's starting to pound. Oh, my heart's <laughs> starting to pound. All right, uh, I gotta piss. How are we doing this? How are we doing this? I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna I think, fucking, uh, yeah, I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do one of these little smashes real quick before we die. And then eat the whole want a shot. <laughs> No, I'm not gonna chase this with that. Yeah. No, beforehand. I'll take yeah, one. Fuck it. Beforehand. Yeah, get that in. You'll numb the pain. Some of Grandpa's old cough medicine. Yeah, you got I'm, good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I got. I got a beer. Oh, Shout out me. to Janice. Thank you for the flask. Love I'm gonna it. Crack the next beer because I'm gonna need it. Sure as God wears sandals, I'm gonna be bleeding out of my ass. <laughs> as sure as God's got sandals. God. Link the wrapper first. Link the wrapper. Jake, uh, how do you link the? What do you mean link the wrapper? Respond. Are you talking? Are you talking about uh, the hashtags on the box? Because we already did that. Oh yeah. Actually, oh, yeah. Um, you should type that in on there. Oh, it's right no, there. No, I got, good. I'm on it, dude. No, no, I'm no. We, we need we need uh, the other one. Chocolate challenge 2020 and, and, and uh, the the Fuego, hunger one. Box. All right, I will uh, I will edit okay. this we'll post edit here in a minute. Then. Yeah. Okay. Lick the wrapper first, he says. Okay. Oh, that makes it. more sense. All right. Uh, oh. Is this, yo, you remember, uh, what was it, uh, red hot gum, right? When you lick it and you stick it to your arm and it gives you like weird chemical burns. Yeah, we did it to the forehead, what? but yeah. Yeah, yeah, forehead too, yep. Uh, I'm fuck. curious. All right. He said lick it. Uh, I'm fucking lick it. Oh, he does it. Holy uh -huh. shit, boys. All right, are we ready? Woo, yeah, that's already oh. spicy. Oh, that's that's already spicy. Fuck it. You that we ready? Quick. Let's just fucking oh, let's do go. this shit. All right, let's go. Oh. Oh no! That tastes like peppers. That tastes like peppers. It's coming on slow. Oh my but god! It's coming. Oh my god! Yeah, wait till you swallow. Dude, swallow it. That's what she said. Oh my god! Don't burp! Don't Dude. burp! Oh, oh god! Dude, mouth is watering. Sweet Jesus! Stop burping! Oh, I'm armpits are wet. Oh, oh fuck! Oh, I only did it half on accident. Go, go! go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go, champ. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What are your favorite albums when you were a kid? Um, uh, live. I liked uh, "Live Bullet" by Bob Seger. Uh, Soul Follow, Go Band. Follow the leader by Korn. Oh yeah. Um. Toxicity by. This is what. Yep. Um. Fuck. As a kid. Um, by Tool. Fart. 
Hair of the dog by Nazareth. This Fuck is me. Cool. This shit is not. Oh, this is not a joke. Oh, I got you the know? hiccups again. Two episodes in a row. My eyes are sweaty. Woo! Oh god. Yeah. My eyeballs. Uh, eat up, you pussies. Fuck you, dude. Oh my god, it's getting. <coughs> that is some shit. This is not a joke. <coughs> Get more beer. Uh, oh. Hashtag Jocko Challenge. <laughs> oh, the beer tastes fucked up. Oh god. Uh, all right. Uh, my eyes are sweating. You're right. All right, should we right. just <laughs> we did it, some ketchup and mustard? That worked for me. Fuck you, buddy. All right, so should we just go to the wrap-up segment then? Here, Lord, this is good. All right, so we talked. Holy about sweet Christ! We talked about XFL potentially returning. Not potentially. It sounds pretty for sure right now. MLS is gonna be back July 8th. UFC's uh, got big news. Fight Island. Fight Island, we might have MLB back on July 10th or so. Uh, it was fun talking shops about movies and TV shows. Yep. Oh, there's another bit. Watch later, Kenny. Uh, those uh, China Trust brothers are in number one. Brothers got four. balls. Brothers got balls. Uh, Man, this has been, uh, this has been no, some shit. This has been a strange range. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to keep rolling live we'll for a minute. We'll keep rolling live. We'll kill this. Oh, Thanks for the podcast. Episode eight. Oh, this one's for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Strange, strange range. Hey, thanks for listening. Dude, this is so hot. <laughs> We're out. This is so hot. Holy oh, shit. Oh, fuck oh my, my asshole. Oh, no.